The current spoiler warning level is Azure. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Azure. We're talking about a machine from Mobile Suit Gundam Advance of Zeta and other variants from Advance of Zeta. There's nothing spoilery here. Just have a good time. Please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to another episode of Mechanista NG, as we once again are here for all of y'all. I'm Six Datmore from Scanline Media. And I'm Dylan. And uh, Dylan, we got to roll multiple times, because first, we have our listener requests. We're doing listener requests, but it's a long enough list that we have to decide which part of it we're working with. Yay! That makes me happy. Yeah, I'm happy we're here. Uh... There is one that we can't... There, there, there are probably some that we would roll that I have to re-roll because we still haven't done our, our research on the Valkyrie, for instance. Um, and there are other ones like that. That's like, oh, no, we need to do our homework. But yeah. Okay, we're on the first half of this, which means it's the D20. Most of the really wacky shit's on the latter half, but there's still some. Okay, and... Okay, we're going to be here a while. Give me a number. Give me a number. Oh, this is too easy. What is it? RX-121. RX-121, that would be... Oh, wait, the Hazel! Yeah, we're going to be here a while. Yay! Hazel! (laughs) 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 All right. The RX-121 Gundam TR-1 Hazel is a Titans use mobile suit from Mobile Suit Gundam Advance of Zeta, the Flag of Titans. Uh, I don't even have the uh, wiki page open up, and I'm betting it's going to say that. <laughs> Shoutouts to Blake Locked, who's, uh, whose request this was. Um, Woo! I guess the previous episode we did was short, so I forgive you for, for keeping us here for a while. Yeah. Um, okay, so the Hazel. Uh, yeah, so this is a um, mobile suit that is, funnily enough, based on... Hmm. Well, you know what? It's based on the Jim Quell, so do we want to start with that? Didn't we already do the Jim Quell? Did we? Oh, wait. I, we may have talked about the uh, Jim Quell in our uh, Jim episode. Yeah. I think we did. Let me yeah. let me, let me me check. Once it lets me. Come on, you piece of crap. Quell. Uh, Quell Doga. Jim Quell. Yes, we did. Yep. Okay. So, okay. We don't have to then. Okay. So, yeah. This is a... This is a... So, the Titans test team. This is a test team that is supposed to be making things for the Titans. Uh, specifically, I believe they're supposed to be making things in-house because the Federation doesn't want to rely, or the Titans, well, the Federation, doesn't want to rely mm-hmm. too much on Anaheim. And so they're like, okay, we're going to throw money at this mobile suit team. And Advance of Zeta early on is frequently, like, making, like, basically prototypes of various suits that are seen in Zeta Gundam. Um, because the designer designs things over detail, they tend to look, like, almost better than things that would be in Zeta, even though, like, in practice, some of them are actually, like, worse than the things that they were developed into, which is always funny. Mm -hmm. Um, The Hazel is not one of those. The Hazel is a ridiculous machine. It's fun, though. So, what we have done is... What they basically did for the Hazel is they took a Jim Quell, and they're like, okay, the Jim Quell... I mean, we produce a lot of gyms, right? 
this is an easy mm-hmm. machine to build off of. So what if we just built off of that and then we use that as our kind of standard? That's why it's the TR1. It's the very earliest test unit made by the Titans test team. I actually don't know what the TR is. I would assume maybe trial, um, given that they are, you know, doing test trials. But yeah. So how have we turned the Jim Quell into a Gundam? Well, first things first, we gave it a Gundam head. Um, this is a unique Gundam head. Uh, it is designed mostly similarly to like the Mark II's head. Uh, a couple of key differences, though, namely that you have a large forehead jewel area and then also the Mohawk camera has been replaced with doing like a full camera over that area. Like it's still shaped like the Mohawk camera, but it has like camera towards the front, on the top, and on the back. Like it's mm-hmm. just almost like a big green strip with like a little yellow to, de- to demarcate like the different sections of the camera. In fact, that's literally what it is on the HG. It's an yep. annoying sticker. Yep. Um the torso is the Jim Quell torso uh in terms of like so the Jim Quell torso is kind of like the standard Gundam torso or uh, Jim torso of that era where it's like you have the double set of vents, like uh, kind of like the ones in 0080. Uh, but instead of having the double vents on the collar, they've added two extra parts uh, that are like little bits of armor. Uh, and these have little yellow handles in them. This handles are actually specifically for when it is doing it's uh, one of its high mobility modes Basically, the arms can grab onto them to help the arms, like, not rock and they stay still while using the shield boosters, which makes sense. Um, they're just little, oh, okay. they're just little grabby pieces. Um, these can, of course, be replaced, though. Uh, we'll talk about later. Uh, one of the uh, equipments that can be put in there is, like, a small, like, uh, multi-launcher, uh, whether that's, like, for smoke grenades, chaff, etc. Um, just, you know. Like all things in AOZ, lots of hard points, and none of the forms are exactly set on what is using what because there are so many. <laughs> um, otherwise, the chest is identical to the Jim Quell chest. Uh, it has like that little extra camera above the chest vents um, on the left side. Um, now, on the standard colors of this, uh, which gets changed later, I presume this gets changed when they start, like, really, like, going into doing models. Because at first, you know, when AOZ is made, I don't think the models are planned. It's just, this is, like, you know, there's always, like, these kind of stories uh, in various mm-hmm. model magazines. Um, and early on, they actually have this motif of having a dark blue with a yellow pinstripe and a light blue. This gets phased out later. A lot of times, uh, a lot of later ones just either give it standard Gundam colors, or they just give it, like, the dark blue. Um, the, basically, uh, the, the Titans. The, Mark the people in charge of making Gunpla just started smacking them up with a with a newspaper, like, bad, 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 bad. It would be really cool if you could do that on a model, but there's no way you're doing, like, pinstripes like that unless you're doing, like, a real grade or something. Um, and even then, that would be a bit of a stretch because of where the pinstripes are located. Yeah, I, it'd still be a pain in the ass. It does look really cool, though, is the thing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, the shoulders are the Jim Quell torso, or, uh, shoulders, uh, which are basically the same as the, um, the Mark II shoulders, like, where it's just, like, you know, you've got the little thruster on, uh, on the side, and then you've got, like, a plate of front armor with, like, these two little, like, square pieces at the bottom um Mm -hmm. or square indents i should say uh the arms also identical to the gyms so you know just very basic arms 
the waste is uh i think yeah okay the waste is no it's the same uh interesting uh at least for the front the rear skirt is different um so you got the front skirts which are just a like very standard gundam and gym style armor where you've got like the skirt plate You've got a little square piece of armor on it. The middle crotch area, you have the little red indent with the Federation V on it. Um, and then uh, for this design and for the Jim Quell, you have like the little extra crotch vernier basically like placed in the middle. Uh, the part where this is different is the rear of the Hazel. Um, you have a large plate of armor that has like a bunch of little extra verniers on it. Um, Unfortunately, uh, the standard hazel, you don't actually, we don't have a good view of it, but it's the same as the hazel, like, if you look up the hazel custom, oh, wait, which we actually don't have rare line art of on the wiki either. Damn it, I'll dive into my fucking books if I have to, because I actually do have them. <laughs> um, basically, it has, like, a rear plate of armor, though, that has, a like, a series of, I believe it is six thrusters, uh, three on either side. Um, yes, three on either side, so... Oh, uh, we do actually have a little bit of art. Uh, it's on the full armor hazel art on the back. I know that it says it's the full armor, but, I mean, Six, you've built these now, so you know. Uh, they give that rear plate of armor to, like, all of the, mm -hmm. uh, hazels, where you have, like, the extra thrusters. Um, for the legs, these are where you also get a very big deviation. Uh, instead of having the gym-style legs, these legs are big. You've got these big, chunky, square kind of like basically at the lower legs um I'm trying to think of how to describe these you got like a big chunky knee piece right mm -hmm. uh and the knee piece goes up a bit you have inside of the knee embedded there are thrusters on the front um you have some additional armor and thrusters on either side of the calf and then on the back you've got like these kind of like very square I, I almost would say scoop but it's not like a scoop but like little you know things for directing the uh thrust uh as well as the actual yellow thrusters on the very back of the leg um yeah the way they extend back is kind of it's kind of unlike a lot of other designs i'm familiar with it almost looks like like part of another leg overlapped on top mm -hmm. and this is just for like containing the like because of how big these thrusters are the idea is it you know just directs them more forward or more back i should say um as for the feet, the feet are the same as the Jim Quell ones, where it's just like, you know, you've got ankle armor, and you've got feet. Um, oh, should note, because this is based on the Jim Quell, you also have the extra cameras on the bottom of the legs. This is not an AOZ invention, this was actually on the Jim Quell, where, um, I guess the idea was maybe because of, like, it being, like, an early panoramic camera, it's got these two large green cameras on the bottom of the legs. Um, so... Uh, oh, and then the backpack. This is the other major change. Um, you've got a large backpack setup with a piece on top that has a hard point. Um, so, how do I even describe? So, basically, you've got, like, the backpack is a Jim Quell backpack with a piece over it is kind of like what it looks like, right? Like, you've got the two bottom verniers that are the same. Then you've got two extra verniers on either side that are, like, flat. Um, in the very middle of the backpack, you do have an extra camera as well. Mm -hmm. And then on top, you have basically like a little movable pod. That is what I was talking about with the hard point as well. So 
and that pod can like move up and like kind of tilt around if necessary um and that's just for doing you know a little bit more extra like maneuverable thrust on the back um where we start getting ridiculous is now so the equipment <laughs> um so first we have the rifle uh the hazel rifle is a simple beam rifle uh that has it, it's one that actually has an e-pack um it's one of the ones with the reloadable e-packs um and on the standard hazel art on the website uh it does show that uh this actually carries extra e-packs on it can carry them on the side skirts um and also on the front uh also on the front is that on the art there or yeah, on on the on the standard art of the hazel right there, it's got two on the front of the gun. Those are that's not where the EPAC goes, is it? Yeah, that's where or the EPAC it... goes. It, it oh, so it can use two at once? Yes, it, it has two that are like yeah, bolted together like that. Oh, that's you know test machine, I guess. Yeah. Well, <laughs> especially given how many EPACs it's carrying, it's like oh look, we can reload a beam rifle now. We must be invincible. Yeah. <laughs> Which to be fair, I guess even being excited by that, but yeah. Uh, actually, if I remember right, give me one sec. I don't think this is actually the first time this rifle has shown up, actually, is the funny thing. Hmm. Uh, well, it's not quite the exact same design, but, uh, on the, um, take a look at the rifle on the Barzam Refined from Sentinel. Um, it has a grenade launcher on it, and it has an extended barrel, but it's pretty similar. It is definitely a similar style. Which I think yeah. itself is kind of based on the Mark II rifle. Yes, okay, the Mark II rifle does have that as well, okay. So basically, all of these are drawing from the Mark II rifle. It's just, it has, what if you had the Mark II's, two of the Mark II's things slapped there. Now, I don't know if it ever goes over it. But I wonder if maybe instead of it being like a double pack that works all at once, I wonder if it's like jungle tape style where you can flip it. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering that as well. Which could be kind of cool too. So it's basically like this is like a short barrel version of the Mark II rifle. Um, it just always looks really different to me and then I always forget. I forget the Mark II rifle frequently because to be fair, as much as I like the Mark II, it is not like a thing that sticks in my head. I, I get... I get very mad every time I rewatch Double Zeta and they don't bring back the Super Gundam. Fair it's enough. It's just foolishness. Um, I I think, I mean, uh, the idea of it being jungle tape style is interesting. However, seeing as it works through, you know, electricity. It probably it doesn't be, need to. It's, yeah, it's probably just a simple circuit pass through. Also, probably that means you could stack them endlessly. Yeah. Which, well, I mean, mm, there are other mobile suits that do this. <laughs> there are i mean you know that do this exact idea right like sure it's not this is not the uh, the only time this comes up but uh yeah uh moving on though so another piece of equipment uh i should mention it has head vulcans because of course it does it's a gun mm -hmm. head um it has a single beam saber on the back uh this is the same as the jim quell where you know just has one beam saber that is visible over the shoulder instead of both um and then finally, it has a shield booster. Uh, so, uh, the standard one is given one on either arm. These are just big shield. These are based on the Gundam Mark V shield boosters, by the way. Because as much as AOZ does like a lot of like weird things, 
it usually has a basis for the ideas. And the Gundam Mark V also uses shield boosters that can attach to its backpack. So um, you mean they're, it's, just, it's, it's based on that artistically, not chronologically? Not chronologically, no. Just artistically, like the, the real life reference. Uh, mm -hmm. If anything, this is the inverse, right? This would be where probably the Titans know how to do that. Uh, because mm -hmm. the Titans end up making the Mark... Well, the new decides, I should say. The Titans remnants are the ones using the uh, Gundam Mark V in Sentinel. And this would be like, hey, the Titans had that. They clearly have the tech, so why don't we put it here, right? Sure, sure. Um, so, yeah, the shield boosters, though, are basically just... It's a big shield, and then, yeah. The idea is that... So it's an it's it's an interesting way of looking at the problem, right? The idea is this gives it extra propellant and boost, but unlike propellant tanks, it doesn't have to discard like it, the the thing that uses it afterwards because it's still built like a shield, so mm -hmm. it can still use it as a shield after it is out of fuel. Um, especially if like presumably this is entering a battlefield from longer ranges, um, which. I, I can get the idea. It's it's interesting, right? Because you have two different ideas here going. Like, you have the ejectable propellant tank idea, which is like, oh, we can put extra propellant in a tank that you can eject. That way it doesn't weigh down the mobile suit. Mm -hmm. And then you have this, which is, what if you could use the propellant tank after the fact still? And in, the, in this case, it's we designed it like a shield. Um, I'm okay with that. I, I like the shield boosters. Um, I like that it dual wields them. Uh. Can also note that while on the default art, it doesn't do this. I mean, we see this with all kinds of different uh, modes. Uh, it can place a single shield on the back for like a more simple form, or it can have a shield in either arm and then have a shield on the back uh, for like a what is called the high mobility form on the website here. Um, mm -hmm. But the thing about the Hazels, and we talked about this with the Wind War, the equipment is never set. It's a trial machine that is meant for testing out a bunch of different things. So the way that even like this uses its equipment is not like going to be the same every time. There, there's a lot of different like configurations that we see with this, right? Some video games only give it one shield. Some games don't even give it the shield; they just give it the rifle, and they give it like mm -hmm. the marked uh, or the Jim Quell like the Jim style shield. Um, or it'll give it the gym style shield and put a single shield booster on the back. There's the possibilities are endless. Um, when you have hard points and you are working with a group that is just like, what if a group had unlimited budget for developing mobile suits because the Federation runs it? Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So for the regular RX 121 Hazel, there is, I mentioned the high mobility form, which is just adding those extra, the, doing the triple shield booster. There's also a full armor form, uh, which is kind of based on the uh, the Alex's full armor, where it's just like, what if we put a bunch of extra Chabam armor? It's not a lot. You basically add extra armor to the front skirts and to the torso, uh, specifically around the cockpit and the vents. Mm -hmm. um, not a huge fan of this full armor look. It's a very simple one, uh, much like how like the Chabam armor can be kind of silly too. Um, it's a very simple full armor form um one other variant of note and i'm glad that someone put this on the wiki because this is one of those ones that appears in margin notes uh it's a the idea of what if we had a hazel and i will say though i think that's the advanced hazel given that it has the high heels but whatever uh i won't complain too much about the wiki uh because you know uh there's a masala based form here which is interesting now this is mm -hmm. not like a real thing this is just like Something that was drawn in the side notes, because 
the guy likes to do that. Um, and it's basically like the on the arm hard points you have the claws from the masala along with like the beam uh, cannons, and then on the backpack uh, you have like this giant setup of like the backpack of the uh, masala so with like the two giant beam cannons and it has like an extra stabilizer in the middle. Um, mm-hmm. And then on the torso you have like the front of the masala's transformation complete with its like little mono eyes and stuff. Um, just a fun little like margin illustration which of which you know we talked about it with the windward there are a lot of these in general i think like i i i want to be clear this isn't really a criticism this is its place in in the timeline right but <clears throat> the hazel is kind of a mess well the original hazel yeah is supposed to be deployed three years before zeta right Double i mean it's just like it's it's covered in these like like it's like oh we need more cameras we're gonna put a bunch we're gonna put like a a, a mohawk camera band aid over the mohawk and we'll strap on these things on the leg and it it just feels very thrown together in a way that works but like it makes me appreciate its presence but not love it as a design. See I I love these things but you know we all know that I love them. Um, also just want to talk about, it does have a specific marking. I love the marking because this is the start of the rabbit emblems. I mean, you know, Hazel, Windward, etc. The names come from Watership Down. Um, but the emblems, they are also rabbits. Uh, and this one's like basically a rabbit wearing like a little commando helmet with like a pull down pair of goggles. Um, which I like. It's pretty cute. It's pretty cute. Uh, and yeah, uh, so... (laughs) What happens with the Hazel is a lot of things happen with the Hazel. <laughs> um, yes. So there are multiple Hazel units. Um, I believe there were originally like three of these produced or something. Um, the simplest one to talk about. Well, actually, we'll talk about that one later. We'll start with the custom, actually. We'll just go straight into the custom, right? Okay. So the RX 121 Hazel custom. Uh, the Hazel custom is later an upgrade of the Hazel. Uh, what happens is. Um, there's a Hazel that is damaged in battle, and they are like, okay, we need to repair it. So when they repair it, it is a Hazel that is basically implementing, like, the prior data that they had gathered from, um, you know, the testing with the other one. Uh, mm-hmm. This this appears in, I believe it's, oh, it's still 0084, so probably nearer to the end. Um, so the Hazel Custom is just, this is in AU colors, right? It's in classic Gundam colors. Um, I say AU colors though because it does have the uh, darker blue instead of the lighter blue, so it's not. They can't really say they're doing direct Gundam tricolor. They're just doing this in you know Gundam Mark II, but AU colors. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, I didn't note this on the prior one. Should note the uh, sensors uh, or the manipulators on the hands also have sensors. That's why it has red fingers. Uh, they look like nails. Um, Kinky Fujioka actually specifically seems to like designing mecha that look like they have nails, uh, like painted nails. So I think that's that was his excuse for it is, oh, uh, there are extra sensors in the manipulators, you know, for like the guns and whatnot, like when it's doing handheld things just for giving extra combat data. Um, mm-hmm. So that's why they have the little red manipulators. Um, the Hazel Custom, though, doesn't actually change much outwardly on the design initially. It is just, what if we had a white hazel now this does start using different equipment is the thing right so like on the model kit for the hazel custom uh it comes with the um 
by default, it comes with the subarm units. Uh, if I remember right. Uh, let me double check, actually. Uh, does it come with the subarm units, or is that only the advanced? I need a look. Because uh, I, I, need, I need to remember which HUC Hazels were the original. Oh, right, no, it does not. So, the original model of the Hazel was actually this one. This was the first uh, Hazel model to come up. Okay, so it does okay. not have that. Uh, this is basically just a Hazel, though, that is in white with... Um, in its default, art, it has a gym shield, and it has, like, the same rifle, but this is not, like, changed that much outwardly from the original idea of the Hazel. And part of me wonders, again, if this exists when Bandai was like, hey, maybe we'll do models for this thing, but you need to do something that we can actually make, right? Because, mm -hmm. yeah. like, this is, like, the for, for high grade, this is, like, the standard Hazel um, instead of it being the other one. Um... You know, it can still equip the three shield boosters. Uh, this is where they start testing out other parts that will be used in other forms too, right? Like, one of the packs you will see on the standard ones here is the sniper unit. Uh, and the sniper unit is a large piece that is affixed to the head. They remove the initial V-fin, and they just add an entirely new faceplate uh, that has a mono-eye hiding in it uh, that is used for sniping. Uh, it also has a longer barrel for the rifle. Um... And as well as, like, a larger stock at the end. I'm presuming the longer barrel is just for making it so it doesn't, you know, it, higher velocity going out. Because a Gundam loves doing that, even though I don't know if that's how that would work with beams. But Well, isn't it also, isn't that, like, it feels like this is, like, a prototype of the, um, of the, um, Wound Wart's, uh, like, blade rifle. Yes, in that, also, it has a blade affixed to the bottom for, like, if... Basically, if something comes up close and you desperately need a melee weapon and you have this big unwieldy rifle um, in your oh. hand, you could just swing it and hopefully get away. <laughs> Feels like it'd be better for just stabbing, just shoving it forward. Yeah, that's true. Um, you could stab and shoot, which would be cool. It's a um, gun blade. <laughs> uh... I, I like the I do like the design of this rifle. I do like the I I always like long barrel beam rifles is the thing, so mm -hmm. I I just think it looks cool. Um and I really like the weird mono eye sensor on the face. Uh I was sad on the old like model kits that have the mono eye sensor. It doesn't actually open into it, but the master grade versions do. Um Also, uh the subarm unit I mentioned is originally tested on the Hazel custom. Uh the subarm unit is just on the waist. You remove like the front armor, and you can slot in a extra like thing that has two hands. Oh, actually, sorry, my mistake. I should mention on this design, there is one change. It has that latch on the crotch, right? Sorry, the original Hazel does not have that. That's oh, like sure. the one major change from the original Hazel. Um. So yeah, the uh the subarm units are just two subarms though. They're, they got little grabby fingers. Uh, the idea is they could... They, I mean, you know, we know this from models. They can hold rifles. They can hold um, a beam saber. Uh, typically, in a lot of art, what they show it doing also is actually having these arms grab the ammo packs from the side skirts and then pushing them into the rifle from below. Sure. Makes sense. Um, which is one of the frequent ones. Um, but yeah. Uh, the... One other thing I should mention, it's not on the sniper unit artwork, 
But it is on the sketch of the sniper unit, and this will also come up later again. There is an alternate shoulder that can mount the sniper rifle for being over the shoulder instead of under the arm, and it has like an extra arm for stabilizing it. Um, mm, okay. This will come up on the Ausla later, so I figured I would just mention it. Uh, so this Hazel is kind of like... This one gets turned into a couple of different things. So the initial one we'll talk about is a dead end. Uh, we've got the RX-121... Dash 1, Hazel TR1, <laughs> Hazel Custom, with the Icarus unit. Uh, the Icarus unit is fun, because this is, what if we could achieve flight through brute force? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm interested. So, the Icarus unit is a large set of parts for atmospheric flight. These are not good. These are specifically not good. This is actually the prototype, though, of the Beerland. So... You have a large set of uh, torso armor that is put on the torso. Uh, it has like some extra fins on it, but it's just large armor, probably to keep it from shaking apart is my idea, given that this is just <laughs> using, again, brute force. Uh, you've got a large area uh, thing like that also equipped to the crotch. Uh, on the back of the waist, you have the large like tail vernier that uh, the beerlet has. Uh, you have a single shield booster to help aid with flight uh, on the top of the, the arm. And then for the arms themselves, the shoulders are these gigantic thrusters that are just pointed downward. Like, you've got this big housing unit for the thrusters, and it's just two really big thrusters pointing downward. And uh, the rifle this uses, this actually uses a different rifle, Um it's uh, the long rifle, and I can't remember which one originally used it. I think it was the... No, it's not the Kehar rifle. can't remember which one of the AOZ designs originally uses this rifle, but it's basically like just like this weird long rifle that is designed to be a bit more aerodynamic. Um, and also, this rifle comes up with the uh, Kehar form of the Woundwort when I was talking about that and how, wait, it has a rifle that the model kits don't give it on its original art. Um, but anyway, yeah... This is just a large set of armor for flying. It's not good at flying, though. Uh, but, it's, but it's cool. It looks I cool. mean, it is able to fly. It can fly. Um, the, the aerodynamic characteristics on it are not good, even in this form. Uh, though there is a prototype that tries making it more aerodynamic. Which is funny, because this is already a prototype. But basically, these parts are just... We were able to make a mobile suit fly on Earth, right? Mm -hmm. Not good fly, but it flo flew. And three years later, you know, eventually this data would be used to develop the Beerland. The prototype Icarus unit is designed to be more aerodynamic, which is really funny because there are times in Gundam where they're like, yeah, we'll add an aerodynamic backpack. So this is a similar, like, you know, lots of upper body armor, but there's a lot more wings, right? Like, it's way more flat. You can see, like, on the prototype Icarus... You know, the shoulders are designed in more flat ways. The Does it feet have, a have these fins. Forehead cam just Yes, because? it has a second camera behind the head there. That's so dumb looking. <laughs> yep, it just has an extra head. Uh this machine did not work. <laughs> Should know. <laughs> uh like the prototype Icarus unit here, besides having an extra camera on the back, so it has all these like little extra wings and stuff. The funny thing that is though, they're like, wait, it's shaped like a mobile suit. So even though we built this, we can't make it more aerodynamic just by adding wings. 
I find this really funny because later shows are actually, I think even during this show, you know, you have Gundam Seed with the Ale Strike, and you have other shows that have had backpacks like that that are like, hey, the flight pack is going to be the aerodynamic one. And it's like, wait, that doesn't make sense, though. And I do kind of like this, like, little, like, you know. Little dig. Little dig there, where it's like, oh, yeah, they designed a flight pack that was designed to be aerodynamic, and it didn't work because mobile suits are not aerodynamic, so adding a bunch of extra wings did not help it. <laughs> um, I, I like that that's the failed pack. Um, but yeah, so these packs are really weird. Uh, I, I, I do love though, that it is just, what if we could brute force flight? <laughs> and I think that's a fun idea. Um, interestingly, there is an, another version of this, uh, where the Hazel's arms are kept and then it is given sub arms at the end, hmm. uh, that are, look like the beer lens arms. And then, and that way, the uh, thrusters on the ends of like the standard unit would be like the armpits on the beer lens. So basically, it would have an extra pair of arms at the end. I see. Uh huh. You can see the small little idea of that illustration at the bottom. Mm hmm. Obviously, not the final art, but you know, it's something that they did, which I think is fun because I like sub arms. Um. So, uh, <clears throat> this Hazel unit is later given a pack, the Frutidu pack, which turns it into the Hazel Raw. So it's the RX-121-1 plus FFX-29A, uh, which is the Frutidu. So the Frutidu is basically, um, how, how to put it, it is a support craft, right? It is a support fighter that can operate as a fighter, but also combine with a mobile suit. Kind of like the Super Gundam. I know that that's an AUG machine, but it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so what this pack does is... It adds on the torso. You've got an extra armor over the cockpit, as well as like two plates. Uh, I kind of like that it has like these two like angled plates on the front of the armor. I guess... Knowing what I know, right? Angled plates, whether it would be beam or physical ammo, would in fact, like, help deal with, like, getting shot because you're not having, like, a flat surface get shot, right? So, mm -hmm. and it's flight, so, you know, it flies forward. Um, and then finally, the other addition that the Hrutidu adds or uh, to the uh, Hazel Raw is on the backpack, the wings from the Hrutidu are put onto this backpack unit. Um, but I thought that wouldn't do anything, Dylan. Well, this is a space unit. Okay. It's not. It's not for. Aer it's not aerodynamic on Earth. This is a space unit. All right. That's fine. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry to burst your bubble. How am I supposed to be fucking snarky about that? <laughs> yeah, and also uh, that well, because that's what the wings are explicitly for is AMBAC. They're just extra limbs, right? They can rotate yeah. and all that. So. Fair, fair. It looks <laughs> cool. It does look cool. Um, so yeah, it's just, it, this is just like a cool wing pack for space, uh, that combines with it. Uh, and yeah, uh, you know, it's the Hazel Raw. Uh, it does use by default also, um, the long rifle, uh, instead of the, the shorter rifle. Uh -huh. Um, but yeah, uh, it's just, that's the extra wing pack on it. Now this does have a second form, which is ridiculous and I love it. Um. So one of those wing packs, I should note, has uh, 
an extra subarm in it as well. It doesn't really get shown using it all that often with the Hazel Raw, but you can kind of see, like, if you look at the top, you know, you can see the teeth where the one wing can open up and you you can put something in there like a rifle. Um, sure. This comes more into play on what is called the Hazel Raw second form, which is what if we put two Hurdudu units on it? <laughs> because... Because of the design of it, you can attach another Hurudu unit to the waist. So what this does is attaches the two claws that can hold the guns onto the waist, and then the two flight wings on the top. Uh, because there is an extra sensor uh, from the Hurudu that is normally on the backpack that can't go anywhere, this is put onto the arm and has a latch for putting two shield boosters on it. <laughs> uh, the, the latch is normally what holds the wings, but again... Uh, everything is designed to be, you know, hardpoint and universal, so you could do that. Uh, you could put two shields on it for whatever reason if you wanted. Does that mean you could do four because you do one on the other side, or is it not that yes. symmetrical? Yes, uh, you would have to take the sensor off the backpack, but you theoretically could. Okay. Uh, now, the second I just form... Feel like having, I just feel like having two shield boosters on one side, the asymmetrical, like, force would be a problem. Yeah, that's fair. Um... The the thing is, this is not always used with, uh, like, on its own, is the idea. Um, this, this is meant to be, like, a weird hit-and-run mobile suit, right? Because it has fast linear speed. I don't think it's very mobile in terms of, like, uh, it's... It, 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 in melee combat, this would be able to flip around at a moment's notice. Um, but this is very fast in a single direction. Kind of like, you know, things like the Deep Striker and whatnot. Um, mm -hmm. To the point where... When this is a, uh, this can be equipped with uh, the Gaplant's booster on the back, and what it does is it just puts the two rifles into the uh, claw arms. It has a shield on either arm, just boosting backwards, and mm -hmm. then the arms are just on its side, like it doesn't yeah. use the mobile suit arms yet, and it just kind of flies like a big, long ship at things, and then it could theoretically eject the booster pod, grab the rifle if necessary, etc. Um. Yeah, this is just a very, very beefy Hazel. It has a lot of things going on with it. Um, it has been given the official Titans colors. I like that the wiki words it that way. So it's in blue now. I feel um, like I should dislike this, but I don't. You don't dislike it? Oh, that's funny. No. See, I thought you would hate it. When we got I, it. I really feel like I should, but it's kind of cool. <laughs> yep. So the idea, yeah, is this is this is kind of like some of the Gaplant. Uh, forms that pop up in AOZ. This is used for hit-and-run combat. This is used for... You want to send one mobile suit in and fucking up a lot of things really quick, right? I just want to see this... I, I want I want an art of it in the booster form with those two blade rifles forward uh, piercing uh, Paptimus. That'd be very funny. Um, <laughs> God. So, yeah. This is the, the Hazel Raw second form, though. Uh, and I like it. Uh, oh, also, I should note, the head has the mono-eye head typically on this. Again, sometimes it doesn't in certain art. It just depends, because this is all optional equipment. Uh, so this is the dead end for that line. So we've talked about two dead ends with the Hazel Custom. Um, and let's see, is there any other Hazel Custom variants? Nope, not that we can talk about. Okay, cool. Which means, now we move on to the... Hazel 2, but not quite yet, because we have to talk about the Jim Quell Hazel Reserve Unit. This is a Jim Quell with a Hazel Head. This is... They kept this in the hangar 
in case anything broke on a hazel in testing <laughs> so that they could scrap it for parts, right? Okay. Because <laughs> the insides of the hazel are just uh, Jim Quell parts. So the idea is we'll just have an extra one of these and we can cannibalize it for parts or use it in an emergency, like if we are attacked by Xeon remnants or anything, because, you know, the AU isn't necessarily a thing yet, so the Xeon remnants are what they are worried about. Um, And what ends up happening is this Hazel Reserve unit, they end up going, well, while we're rebuilding the other Hazel, why don't we test things still? So sure. what they do is they take that Hazel Reserve unit um, and add a backpack to it, and then the, they just start calling it the Hazel 2. Yeah, this is the one that I have the kit of. Yeah, the Hazel Unit 2. Um, so the Hazel Unit 2 is a Hazel that has... All, all it really has on it are... It has the collar latches, and it has a fancy backpack. Otherwise, this is just a Jim Quell. It doesn't even have the Hazel legs. It just has normal Jim Quell legs. Mm -hmm. Um, The backpack is really cool, though. Instead of using like the shield boosters as a backpack, this backpack is called the Tri-Unit. It has uh, thrusters on either side that are able to rotate, and then in the middle, one long like tail thruster that is able to move up and down for and back motion uh, mm -hmm. and for doing flippies, sick flips. Um, this is so Jim Quell, by the way, that it is not even equipped with that normal uh, beam rifle. It is actually given the Jim rifle, uh, the the 90 millimeter Jim rifle that the Jim Quell uses by default. Mm-hmm. This is also the introduction of uh, the crimes division of uh, Titan's test team symbols as uh, the symbol for the Hazel 2 is a horny bunny girl. Yep. Uh, which apparently was originally used for the Gabaldi beta, which is really funny. Um, now, the horny bunny girl is weird here because here's the thing. I know that it gets associated with the Hazel 2, but it honestly feels more like an advanced Hazel unit, and I will explain when we... Well, as we talk about the advanced Hazel, because not a lot to talk about with the Hazel 2, but the Hazel 2 is then upgraded into the advanced Hazel. Uh, the only thing to talk about is I don't like the Hazel 2 very much. Yeah, the oh, the base Hazel 2? Yeah. That's fair. It's kind of the most boring one, because it's just a Jim Quell with a fancy head. I like the backpack a lot, but I mean, it's just a Jim Quell with a Gundam head and a fancy backpack, right? Yep. <laughs> um... So, then we have the Advanced Hazel. This is uh, when they basically properly upgrade it. Uh, now, the Advanced Hazel has its own emblem, but I will say, the Bunny Girl feels more apt for it, because here's the thing. The Advanced Hazel is now a full Hazel unit, like they've given it the upgraded legs and everything. Uh-huh. They've also given it these extra feet that have high heels on it. And... They've changed it so the thruster uh, on the back middle of the backpack actually has hard points on the side so it can do two thrusters on the top. Hey, the bunny girl has two ears that are pointing very straight out and has high heels. I feel yeah, like... but the, yeah, but the ha advanced hazel one is a Dracula bunny. <laughs> Which is also really cute. I love it. <laughs> They're just really good is the thing. I, I, I like the bunny. Um, So yeah, this hazel though is... Now just is a full-on Hazel. It has the subarm unit equipped by default, as well as the uh, eye, like, mono-eye unit equipped by default. Uh, it has the high heels, and then it has two shields in the backpack. That is how this is typically depicted with all, like, future references. 
um, like, you know, when you get models and stuff, it is based on this and it looks like this. Now, the Advanced Hazel, again, <laughs> could do anything, though, because we actually have one of the artworks here of it where we have it using um, no, you know, extra optical sensor. It has the gem rifle and it doesn't have the extra feet. Or we have it painted in white here with a single shield on the back and then it with the blade rifle and all that. So, again, it's just a hazel. It can do whatever it wants. Uh, but typically speaking, the advanced hazel has the high heels, the, the waist skirt pieces, and then the double backpack uh, with the uh, two shields there. Um, this is an interesting one because I actually wonder if... I wonder if... Gundam being how it is with, like, model numbers and needing specific things and model kits is maybe why AOZ has such a hard time with, like, depicting things straight. Because I think that it's just going off the idea of they have hazels on the ship and they just do things with them. But because of, like, the nature of how, like, Bandai does models and stuff, they have to mm -hmm. come up with, like, an agreed upon, like, this is the default for this form when we're talking about it. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, It's just, just the thing I've been thinking about. Because, like, you know, the Woundwort ran into this too, right, with, like having like a lot of non-standardized parts. And then when they started doing models, it's just like, no, we have to just give it these because this is what we have decided are the standard for it. <laughs> With the uh, advanced Hazel, we enter the period where the Hazels are just genuinely cool. Like yeah. I like the Icarus unit and I feel like I shouldn't. This is actually just sick. Yeah, no, this is just the cool Gundam. And this is, uh, it still says first scene in 0084, but this, this is where you start feeling like this should just be a Zeta era suit. And you know i mean it's in the zeta movie yeah i was gonna say uh minor future gundam thing it is only in the background for a split second on one shot but it is in a new translation um they do show it um which is funny um so this is like a hazel that basically it's just like okay this is like an ur hazel right like the hazel custom gets turned into the raw but honestly the raw parts are like very specialized this feels like the ur like this is just the standard hazel now like this is like mm -hmm. it does everything like you know it has the extra uh eye camera it has the extra like feet high heels with the bigger thrusters in them and it has the double backpack and then we have a normal gym shield on the arm and then like just the short barrel rifle this feels like just the ur this is our standard definition of a hazel. And the eye camera is, I think, the great success of the hazel line. I, lo I love I love the... Uh, it just makes the Gundam head silhouette look really cool when you have, it's, like, this block that opens into a mono-eye instead of just the standard Gundam head. It's so much more engaging. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this has a variant. Uh, this later gets a new cockpit, basically, is how I would describe this, because this gets turned into the hazel Ausla. Um, the Hazel Ausla is, uh, what if we put a core fighter into the Hazel? Because Boo. our test team has had a couple Boo. of times where they almost die. So what if we put a, a core fighter? Well, because this is advanced of Zeta, we're going to add Get functions to the core fighter. <laughs> because this is AOZ, though, we're going to add new functions to the uh, core fighter. Sure. So what they have added to the core fighter is, um, so I would say the torso, actually, even though it's a core fighter torso looks sick as hell i love this torso because it changed cool. much like you change the gundam head and like you know make it unique the fact that this has like the vertical vents instead of horizontal vents just looks really cool to me you know what i'm i'm gonna ruin this for you what 
it's not going to ruin it because that's fan art. Oh, it's fan art. Wow. Yeah, someone put fan art on the wiki. This isn't official. How how unexpected that there's fan art on the wiki. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah, so can't hurt me with fan art. I could go on Pixiv and find cursed renditions of any mobile suit I want. Anyway, um, the uh, so yeah, this Hazel uh also changes the shoulders. It changes them into that like stripped down sniper type shoulder that I had talked about earlier. Um. So they're just like these cool boxy shoulders that have a hard point on top for, you know, if you need to put the rifle basically in there. Because uh, this will be shown using the long rifle. Uh, the torso also has two little wedges that get added between the arm and the torso that can be used to mount extra parts. Uh, the On the standard Hazel Ausla art, this is used to mount a uh, missile launcher on one side. Just like a small missile launcher with extra... Ar- it's mostly extra armor, but it does have like... Two little missiles on the top. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, a uh, very prototypical version of the Woundwart shield. Where it is like a shield on a binder that is able to move and has a beam cannon inside of it. No no blade, though. Like, you know, it, this is not a melee weapon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, it just pops open uh, that little black area and then it can actually fire a beam cannon, which is pretty cool. Also, this is on a winch. Because they have stolen the winches from the Xeon remnants they've been fighting and are like, huh, what if we put something on a wire? And that's what they did. You've got money, make it an incom. Uh they they don't believe in new types. They don't need to believe in new types. You, you I mean, yeah, that's have, yeah, a, have a gunner seat. <laughs> that's fair. Um I like the Ausla a lot, actually. This is the one that they did when they did the master grade of it, I got it. Cause like this has everything that I like. It has the torso that I like. It has, you know, the it has the eye camera like that. It has the tri-booster backpack, which I actually really like and was glad to see, like, return. Mm-hmm. Um, it has the sub-arm units. It has the high heels. And then it has that cool... I love I love the wired gun. Uh, I, that's how I have mine posed, is, like, it launching the wired gun off of the, you know, torso segment. Um, it's just cool. Um... And I love this one because this one's uh, logo is like a weird little bunny in a gift box for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't, I, I, I've usually been able to suss out the reasons behind a lot of the choices with like, you know, how they display these. I don't know why this one's a gift box. This is just a little bunny in a present. That's it. <laughs> um, this in turn has its own variations. Uh, Specifically, the Hazel Ausla Gigantic Arm Unit. So, this isn't a specific feature of the Ausla, but because the Ausla was made later, they show the Ausla putting the Hurdudu parts, like the Hurdudu 2 parts, I should say, on the backpack. Like, you can see that on the Ausla page. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, those two parts from the backpack. Uh, those parts do have a joint for mounting Psycho Gundam arms. And just like with the wound wart, it's sick as hell. <laughs> so what 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 they've done here is they've removed the sensor, presumably because it doesn't need like the sniper sensor, I guess. Though I guess you could still put it there. I don't know. Who knows why they do the things they do? Uh, no room for those uh, shields though. So it just has um, the, uh, on the torso two of those like missile pod armor pieces, and then on the backpack we have a whole setup for setting up. Two Psycho Gundam arms. And those Psycho Gundam arms have little latches that now have those shield rifles on them. 
on the end. It's Actually, uh, those cool are coming design. out of the back of the Hurudu units, uh, not the Psycho Gundam arms, but the way that they look. They go yeah. around the Psycho Gundam arms, so. I, it's, it's such a sick robot. It is a shame that because it is using Psycho Gundam parts, we will never get a kit of it. Yeah, though you can do this on the kit. Did you know that? No, I assume just by having also the Psycho Gundam kit, uh, you can... So let me show you. The Hurudu parts, even on the original model, actually have these giant holes, and people didn't realize what they were used for. It turns out they were designed for the joints. Huh. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if people realize that. Um, I'm going to see if Dalong... I actually wonder if with the Hurudu 2 parts, if he uh, ever did that. I don't think he did. I also um, want to point out that the um, the rabbit emblem for this one is a Jiangxi. Yep, and it, the hat has giant arms on it, which is very cute. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, again, don't know the connection there, but it's cute. Okay, so, six. If you look at these arm pieces, these are the ones, that that's the outer part. You see that circle there? Uh-huh. That joint can fit the, um, you, you can fit that, uh, the Psycho Gundam arms in there. See, this is the kind of shit that's like, it's not advertised, but you can. Right, it's like, they really love this shit. Imagine yes. putting that in and not being, like, you're designing this and you're like, just in case someone has the Psycho Gundam arms, we will just design this to fit it and we won't tell anyone. Yeah, it doesn't mention it in the manuals or anything. Well, because originally what you had to do to get this, so this form I don't think was even revealed yet, and it was, uh, you got the Gaplant uh, to get this, the uh, Gaplant Hryru. Uh. Um, because that's the part that that's the original kit to have the Hurdudu shoulders like that. Um, and they they did update them like those P Bandai ones have some extra parts on them. But here's the thing: if I go to these, let me see. Yeah, I don't think Dalong showed them off. I'm finally is... experienced enough to look at this picture from Dalong and be like, buddy, you gotta use grays, not blacks, for panel lining. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, too much. But here, uh, you can see on this image, it still has those joints. They've yeah. always been there, um, <laughs> which I, I, you know what I want them to do. I want them to release those arms in these colors is the thing. That way I don't that have would... to buy a whole psycho Gundam and then paint the arms. Totally. Cause that's the issue, right? Is the psycho Gundam is, it's not even a Titans blue. It's black. Right. So it's mm -hmm. like, Oh, that's the, that you, you can't even like use it with a blue hazel and be like, ah, look, it matches. You would need to paint it. So I would love for them to do these parts, though, because that would be amazing. And they might, I mean, they keep doing weird AOZ shit out of nowhere. It's been a little while, but all the AOZ stuff is done well in models, so maybe they'll just decide to. Um, yeah, so... Um, we finally are reaching the end of the Hazel line, actually, now. Are we? Uh, well, yeah, because... Do you... What forms do you think I, of? I, I, I don't. I just. I just think oh. of this lasting for. I just think of this as being a journey with no end. <laughs> yeah. Well. So. One variant that is mentioned here is not really a variant. It's just that the, the Hazel, uh, is able to dock with this. Um. There is the five or two, which is normally you know put on a windwort like as the core unit or uh, a, actually I think it uses the Heisenthai as the core unit, usually. Um. But, uh, yeah, it normally uses a Heisenthal as a core unit. But um, this gets used at the end of the story, um, which is why it's called the last shooting version, which is funny. Um, but it's just a Hazel inside of the uh, the five or two parts. So not really anything unique there. Listen to our Windward episode if you want to hear about the five or two. Um, but 
we've got all these forms and all these parts and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Finally, in the, like, near the end, this is a weird timeline, but we end with the Heisenthay, or Hazenthay, because Hazel and Gapthay. Uh, this is the Hazel that incorporates parts from the Heisenthay too. This is where the Titans naming scheme catches up to them. We talked about how the Heisenthay 2 was not originally called that. It was called, like, the Advanced Wound War EX and all that. But mm -hmm. later on, it just got turned into the Heisenthay 2 because all the forms were something 2. Because the Wound War is supposed to be the improved one. But they use the Heisenthay 2 parts to make the original Heisenthay. <laughs> Which is a weird order, but whatever. Again, it's real-life not nonsense shenanigans that happen, so I can't... I don't hold it too much against them. So, the Heisenthay, this is the RX-121-3, so this is the third Hazel and the final Hazel, um, that has all... So, what it has done is we have taken the Hazel, right? Mm -hmm. We have given it the cockpit block uh, with the Primrose 2, so, like, the, um, the cockpit block that the, uh, the Heisenthay has. However, it does not have the, um, it, it doesn't have the, uh, I don't know if it has the escape pod, does it? Let me see. It does. Okay, sorry. It does have the escape pod. It's just tucked in there in a weird way. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, you've got a lot of weird parts. So, uh, the head is now a hazel head that has, like, these extended cheeks. Uh, which cover the face a bit, and, like, these little, like, bolty pieces in there. Uh, as well as, optionally, you can have a, uh, weird, um, fancy crest over like the beefing. Like an angel bunny. It's like an angel rabbit. Yeah, it's weird. Um, it, it looks like the, fr it's specifically a crest that, like, reminds me of, like, the things at the front of a boat. I forget what those are called. Like, a, are they ship head or? Yeah, remember. uh, it, uh. I forget what it's called as well. I know um, there's a proper name for them, but... Mm -hmm. um, but I do like... I mean, when we did our, our um, Wound Ward episode, we got the, the one that's similar to this that is just a naked lady. Mm -hmm. That one I don't like, but the one that is like a, an angelic bunny is cool. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the... Uh, I'm actually pulling up the model because here's the thing. The color line art is at a as at an figurehead. Figurehead, duh. Okay, so the color line art is at a weird angle, and then the un color line art is painful for my eyes to look at because it's very thin. The scan, yeah. uh, I whoever scanned this did a bad job at IMO. As someone who owns Volume Six and can scan it at scanned the whole thing at 800 DPI. Um, so. Yeah, so the head is, like, uh, basically, like, an evolved hazel head, though. Like, it still has, like, the strip mohawk camera, but it has, like, these cool extra gray pieces, which, again, I also like on the model a lot. Uh, the model kit, they actually uh, did the separate color separation on the head there, which is really cool. Um, hmm. You've got those extended cheek parts, but it's still a hazel head uh, instead of being, like, a Heisenthal head, which is cool. The torso resembles, like, the, uh, you know, the primrose torso from the... Um, Heisenthay 2, like, it's got, like, the extra armor and stuff. Though, underneath, you can actually see the, uh... Oh, right! I remember now. This has, I believe, a regular Primrose inside of it. 
but then it has the parts from the Primrose 2 put over it. Okay, yeah, because you can see it has, like, the Ausla chest underneath the extra chest armor there. Okay, I see. These shoulders are mm -hmm. these, like... They're, they're they're basically like the Heisenthai shoulders. Like they're these big shoulders with like thrusters on the front. Uh, you've got like little latches on the side, and then on the back, uh, it has the two beam cannons, which are designed like kind of like to be the same way as the Gapflays, where they can rotate around and they do like spread beams. They're not like full on beam cannons, um, though the these are very high powered. I should note because <laughs> it does mention that these could actually take down mobile suits, so this that's why this is like near the end of Zeta. Um, mm -hmm. So these are just like big spread beams, which are cool. Uh, clearly, they were like, well, we put the Psycho Gundam arms and it doing the finger beams was cool. What if we made a beam cannon that could just do that? <laughs> I believe, actually, if I remember right, too, that's why the shoulders are big, is I think it's just extra generators in the shoulders. Sure, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That's why it's got like the bait. Like, if you look at the side, it kind of looks like it even. Uh, the forearm, I, I like the upper arm on this a lot because it's got that cool cuff look. It's really funny, though, because these upper arms are the forearms of the Heisenthal because of how big the Heisenthal is. But on this, they're the upper arm, <laughs> which I think is kind of cool. Mm -hmm. um, I, I just I like that, like the weird shape of it. Um, well, I guess actually they are the uh, the upper arm on the Heisenthal, but the Heisenthal is like arm shape just feels different here because these feel like more arm arms and then you've got just got a hazel arm on the lower arm part mm -hmm. so it just has these big elbow thrusters basically um the waist is fun because <laughs> by default the waist is using instead of a subarm unit that is like the classic subarms that they had been using on all the uh prior hazels this is just a wound wart torso <laughs> with no head mm. It's just using a Woundward torso with the Woundward arms. Uh, I presume because the Woundward arms oh. have more mobility and stuff, like, because they're actually arm arms. And they're also almost certainly sturdier. Yep, and it doesn't have a Primrose unit, and this is a probably... It, it is small, right? Like, the Woundward is, itself is very diminutive, so I guess it's, like, not that expensive to throw, like, it, like an extra torso like this, especially because, again, this is without, like, the Primrose fighter in it, so... They just throw one on there and it, it can it, it can actually like it basically has actual arms as sub arms uh the tail unit is the same as you know the hazels with you have all the extra thrusters on the back um the legs are the same as the hazel legs uh it does have the high heels by default um and finally on the backpack you have a weird thing going on where it has the old style backpack unit with the singular um hard point on top but it has put uh the back unit from the Heisenthal and like from the uh, Hazel Two Windwort form, uh, like that weird like back unit is slapped onto the backpack there, uh, which has extra sensors on it and as well as like a beam gun, like it, a spread beam gun that is weaker and can be used for like anti missile and stuff on the back. Um, mm -hmm. So that's 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 pretty cool. Um, yeah, so this is like supposed to be like the true like. I, I said the advanced hazel is the Ur hazel. This is supposed to be the highest like bang for your buck hazel though. This is like updated to the like end of the grips conflict. Uh, it has all the bells and whistles, etc. Type deal. Um, I think it's a cool looking hazel. <laughs> you know, 
I like yeah. it on the I like the model kit of it um a lot. Uh it made me appreciate it more. Uh it is really funny seeing it next to the uh Heisenthal because when you see it next to the uh or so the Heisenthal 2, um it's funny cuz it uses the same parts but the proportions like if you look at the torso, right? That torso armor is the exact same torso armor, but it looks so much bigger because this is such a smaller suit. Same mm-hmm. with like the shoulders and like the the arm parts, right? They like seem so much different, but they're not. They're the same size. It's just the Heisenthal is like a tall, lanky friend, and this is like a bulky, very boxy friend. Yeah, I mean the the Heisenthal's legs are just so huge that it mm-hmm. makes it blows blows your perspective out of proportion for everything else yeah it's really fun for me too seeing these side by side just because like you know you think about proportions with robots how that like changes a look a lot like and i don't know it's just something i really like is like seeing these alternate proportions uh just completely changing it even though it's using the exact same parts um it's just fun just gives it but like the torso and whatnot give a completely different impression on the heisenthal than they do here because on the Heisenthal, it's like, oh, that looks like it has such a skinny torso. And then on this, it's like, oh, so bulky and big, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think it's kind of fun. Um, but yeah, uh, this also uses a shield. Uh, it uses the same rifle from the Windwart. Um, it is slightly modified because it has to fit into the uh, arm hardpoints. So they actually do change it on the model kit into being like its own thing. Um, like it because it, it goes onto the shield hardpoint. Uh, mm. Also, it holds it way better on this model because it doesn't have to hold a handle because it just plugs into the arm, which, you know. Sure, yeah. Uh, my one complaint about all the Windwarp models, they're, it's really hard to get that shield good in the hand. Uh, the shield rifle, of course, being a long blade that can split open and has a rifle in it. Uh, it has an extra sensor on this, and it has uh, a thruster on the back of this because this is the it does everything shield, and it has... Theoretically, it could do the weird spider mode, though I think you never really see it doing that with the Heisenthal. Um, there is still one variant to talk about. Now, I hate this name, but to be fair, this should be the Heisenthal Raw. So this is the Heisenthal Raw 2. Not distinct from the Heisenthal 2 Raw. The Heisenthal 2 Raw is a Heisenthal 2 with Hrududu parts on it. The Heisenthal Raw 2 is a Heisenthal that has the Hrududu parts on it and two sets of the Hrududu parts on it. So it's Raw 2. I think they should have just called it Raw Second Form because that's what they literally did with the fucking Hazel, but whatever. Um, And yeah, this is just the same design from before, but on the torso and waist, we have a bunch of extra parts. So uh, the extra parts include you've got over the shoulders... The um, two generator parts of the Hrududu, mm-hmm. the ones that don't have the mouths, um, and these have on the back of them uh, little subarms. Uh, though, if I remember right, I'm trying to look on the model. I think these subarms, okay, they are actually used on the model. Okay. Uh, oh no, they're not. Uh, so the subarms on this don't have the hands. Uh. They can just be theoretically used for AMBAC, I think, is the idea, too, because, you know, they can move. Or you could just try to stab someone with that armor, I guess, if they're right I, behind I guess. you. I guess. Sure. <laughs> um, uh, this design 
did get rid of the uh, Windwart torso on the waist because what it does on the waist is it adds an extra one of those backpack like little like the piece that's attached to the backpack onto the waist as well as having the two claw hurdudu units on the uh, waist as well uh, and the claw hurdudu units on the waist um, uh, are the ones with the little grippy claws so they can you know mount the rifles sure. because this is very you would notice that this is a very pointy friend uh the reason this is so pointy at the front is much like uh some of the prior forms we talked about this one is one that is designed with a cruise form in mind um so it can dual wield the shields uh if necessary it can uh also have the gaplant uh tail plugged into it so that it can go you know be like a strike high high speed strike unit or something you know and apparently also used the big wig cannon yes uh in the cruise mode on this it has the big wig cannon on the right side in which case it is in fact just doing the deep striker thing of we put a big fuck off gun on this thing that moves really fast uh also you can see on that version with the cruise mode it does have the hands on those like pieces and it has four of those uh it has four of those shield booster like the the simple ones or the shield rifles i should say because those ones do not have boosters on them. They are just rifles. Uh, ridiculous machine at the end, of course. Uh, I love. I simply love when they're just like, what if... <laughs> the Kenki Fujioka is just like, what if I put all the attachments on it, though? Every time. Without fail on, like, every one of these AOZ machines. And this I'm, is basically I'm, that, again. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the cruise form. I, I appreciate its necessity. But the, rec the standard form is pretty sick. It is. Um... It also tends to, by default, have the um, the uh, figurehead as the uh, head there. Um, you see, I'm trying to see if Schizophonic... Ah, uh, see, he did the booster mode, but he didn't put the extra shields on it. Dang. Mm. So, you just got the uh, cruise mode with the... Uh... Let's see if I can show. Here we go. Uh, but without the four shields going on. Um... Also, no bigwig. And no bigwig cannon, but that's because that doesn't exist. Sure, uh, fair. Anymore. Or ever, actually, I guess. They've never done that model. They should. They should do it, if only because that would also give them an excuse to make a new Hyzak, and we it would be nice having an upgraded Hyzak. It would be really nice to have a new Hyzak. Because I like the Hyzak, but I've never bothered with any of the model kits because they're all fucking ancient. Garbage. Yeah. Yeah. The Master Grade. The Master Grade is better than the High Grade because the High Grade's really old. The Master Grade is still old, but at least it's a Master Grade, so it has, like, inner frame and does the things you would want it to do. But, but we I, deserve a new Hyzak. I would like a new Hyzak, yeah. Um, uh, My favorite thing with the... With my Heisenthal setup, though, is that I have all the parts on my Heisenthal 2. I should do the same thing with the raw at some point. Uh, with the, the Heisenthal 1. Um, but yeah, no, this is just like, yeah, this is just a fancy mode with all the crap on it. And I like it. Um, and I guess that would conclude, though, our Hazel episode. Because here's the thing. There aren't no more Hazels. We actually covered all of them. Yeah, we did it. Wasn't as long as... We thought honestly, an hour and ten's not bad for us. No, no, and you know, listen, we got to we got to look at it. It was shorter because there's so much overlap. They're just laying new pieces on top of yeah. existing designs, and so like, we still got to cover a lot of things and see a lot of exciting changes. Yep. Uh, and like like I said, it's just they're fun. Um, the one word is much more extensive because like all of its forms are starting to like 
they they use their own like unique parts where it's like this is like you know even the later hazels are like oh yeah i'm gonna use the head from this one and like all that you know like the mm-hmm. eyepiece it's just you know it's just how it is um trying to see if i can find any other weird like forms of the hazel or the heisenthay in my uh art book because i'm looking through my aoz volume six that i have scanned uh looking through the scan instead of the actual book that i have behind me because uh i'll actually be able to fucking find i'll actually be able to post it to six if i find Uh, anything i just now decided what we're doing for april fools i'm not telling you of course okay yeah that's fine you'll 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 does it have any relation to what we were talking about it isn't it's inspired by what i've been looking at yes um The connection is a little loose, but you'll be, I think we'll both have, we'll have fun, but you'll also be a little frustrated. <laughs> Great. Love it. We all love it. Um, okay. Yeah, no, I'm not finding any additional Heisenthal 2 stuff, though that kind of makes sense given that the final volume, as we talked about with the Windward episode, feels a little rushed mm. um, just with stuff. Um, like I've got sketches of like, you know, um, parts being put onto it like the cruise form and stuff like you can see on the right like ah it's the heisenthay raw uh or the heisenthay raw 2 but if you look at the head it has the normal hazel head even though it has like the changed chest part um Mm -hmm. these are definitely just like early sketches oh i forgot to mention the most important thing about the second form that you don't notice in the art uh but i found out because of the model and you can notice it in some art in volume six uh it's backpack uh it adds uh the um the weird little crotch booster from the uh from the windwort as a backpack. So instead of using the windwort's like waist area as or uh, the upper body as parts, if you look at the back here, uh it's not colored sadly on the model. Uh but you can see there's an attachment there that is just the drum frame with the little like crotch oh, yeah. area. <laughs> so cute. I guess it has a tail subarm too actually. Never uses it in any art because it's directly behind it, but it does have it. <laughs> I think the idea with that is maybe that it can just like, because it's on the drum frame, it can like aim any which way. Mm-hmm. Would be the, the the idea, but it's just funny that it just has the, the woundwork crotch on the back. Um, but yeah, all right. So yeah, I think that'll be it for all these friends. Indeed, that's nice. another that's another AOEZ classic in the bag. And honestly, we've covered all the big things from AOZ. There's like not a lot more to cover. <laughs> like like there's more machines to cover, but what I mean is like it's all gonna be like oh there are like three machines that are related to one another. I think mm-hmm. the biggest one we could get would probably be the Gaplant at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, Makes sense. And we could roll a normal Gaplant and we'll talk about the AOZ stuff. But you know, they're not really doing a lot. They're like. What was the latest? As looking at things, it seems like the latest AOZ thing that I can find is Trader to Just Destiny Mesa Judgment, which was no. There's re AOZ. Uh, oh, re AOZ. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. I accidentally did the shortcut keys for Cortana, and it has made my computer slow to a halt. What the hell? Oh, that's the that's the Black Rabbit had a dream thing. Yeah. Uh, Advanced of Zeta reboot the Black and and lay the Black Rabbit had a dream. Um, and that's still updated. But here's the thing. That's not doing... It's doing some forms for, like, various machines, like the the Heisenthal and all that. Like, 
it's the when we talked about it we talked about it on the one windward episode where they're the ones that added the it, it, the heisenthite also having that beam cannon on the chest right mm-hmm. um which i didn't i forgot to bring up here but like yeah like the heisenthite can have a beam cannon on the chest because of this um they're the ones that were like, hey, what if Mars Zeon was run by a 12-year-old girl and her dozen clones of herself? Yeah, it's really weird. And they all <laughs> claim to be zombies. Um, the lo- look at this. Do you want to try talk about one more Quell real quick? Uh, Which one? The Re-Zeon Quell. Oh, just the black one? With a, like a... Oh, I guess... Yeah, looking at it, I guess it is just black. I thought it, it looked like there were more changes because this photo is small, but it's just them doing the double-stacked beam rifle thing and stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah. Not, not that much. All right, never yeah. mind. Yeah, um, yeah. the unfortunate thing with Reheo Z right now is, honestly, a lot of it now is just focused on doing new Xeon machines, which, I, I well, I say unfortunate. I like them. There's a lot of really cool ones. Like, uh, two months ago is when we had, I think it was like two or three months ago when the Gelgook 3 happened, and then like a month ago we had the... um more art of the big Zamaru and all that. But mm-hmm. they, they're, they're very focused on doing like Xeon machines right now, uh, instead of doing more machines related to like the, the Titans test team. But look at this Hazen fleet throwing up a peace sign. I do like that art is the thing. The rules. Yeah, no, there's a lot of good art for sure. Um, just, you know, um, Oh, uh, not just the peace sign, it's also rabbit ears. Mm, mm. Oh, p- rabbit ears are the ultimate peace sign. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, I'm trying to see if, like, I'm looking through the Rieo's ER, I'm like, they, the problem is also all the volumes with, like, the Hazel stuff were the earlier ones before they put them all online, which is also annoying, because, like, we only have volumes 20 through uh, 69 online right now. Hmm. Uh, the first 19 volumes are not available. Like, they, they they were scanned, but they not... The scans are really low quality and bad, and I don't think there was anything, like, too new in them. Um, that's, like, where, like, when we talked about those worker-converted Titans units, that's what those came from, is, uh, re-AOZ, like, one of the earlier volumes. Alright, fair enough. I'm, I'm willing to, to call for now, though I am, yep. I am noting some things that we might be able to talk about okay all right well uh six where can people find you online uh you can find me on twitter at six detmar s-i-x-d-e-t-t-m-a-r you can find my work at scanlinemedia.com or patreon.com slash scanlinemedia dylan where can people find you uh you can find me at lowpolyrobot on twitter.com uh yeah follow me probably already do but you know maybe maybe who knows um so what's our sign off six do you have any aoz yeah, quotes all, all the, all the I sure AOZ don't quotes have, i've got yeah, i was gonna say exactly. i sure don't have any aoz quotes uh this is I, I i look at stuff frantically and i get lots of you know here let's okay google translate you're gonna translate this i'm, I'm pulling up a panel from reaoz of this oh that's really low resolution you're not gonna be able to get that um what about come on work faster okay we're gonna google translate this and we're gonna use something from this uh good luck thank you okay that's camera 
Uh, this is really hard to hear. Stop. Uh, pause translation. Okay, now let me turn because it's... <laughs> I was not expecting this to go on this long. What kind of dream do you have, do you think? Yeah. That's Alicia Zabi talking to a clone of herself who's asleep. Uh, the person is dreams you don't say because I see be born. Thank you, Google Translate. I know it's a hard <laughs> job. You're doing your best. I appreciate it. <laughs> peace. Uh, peace. Oh, dear. Defective. <laughs>